Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the 5-0 Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, the host of the show. Uh, and today I am joined by a friend, a family member, uh, Chris Rutherford. Chris, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Now, nobody tunes into the show to hear me speak, but um, I've told the story before. In 2004, I was asked to co-create our department's employee assistance unit with the Phoenix Police Department. And I think a lot of folks look at police work as uh, dangerous and you see some hard things. And, and those things exist, uh, but you you help people daily. Every time you're working, we, we hand-deliver people to you in need of help. And you get a chance to serve people like no other career that I know. And folks who, who leave this career and retire or they later pass away or those who are taken in the line of duty, um, it's their legacy that we focus on. And your dad, Paul Rutherford, was not – he was a friend to, to so many. He was I was uh, blessed to work with him and call him friend as well. Probably one of the most kind people I know. Um, and so – Thank you for being here because as we talk about this, I know I'm going to say things wrong and I know I'm going to say things uh, that I don't mean to say, but uh, if I don't tell you before, you've been such a strength for your family during this loss and I know that we've come up on over a year now and I want to thank you for all that you've done, not just to take care of your family, but to to show the people in the community who the amazing men and women of this career are so can you tell everyone a little bit about who your dad is? Uh, he was an infectious person. Um, you know, his family never came for much. Um, and he was always the first one to have a helping hand, like even through his passing. You know, my dad never really talked about the position or things that he got involved with. But, you know, because as a family, you don't want to hear it. <laughs> I think that's the best way to say it because it just puts that level of concern uh, puts that level of like, oh, should he be there? Is like, is, is it that dangerous? And, and it is. Um, but, you know, after he passed, you know, hearing all the stories of how he helped, interacted, it's endless. I, to this day, I'm still hearing stories that I've never heard before. I'm like, and, and it shows the level of impact that he did. I always looked at his career. He did 23 years in the streets. You know, they always like try to brag him into the detective route or the lieutenant route or the sergeant route. But, you know, he always said, I can make the most impact in the community directly. So that's the kind of officer that I've always known my dad as, and it doesn't surprise me that the stories that I hear, it's just nice to hear them. So it kind of helps keep the memory alive. So the ones that shared that, I appreciate it. Everybody who works with us has a Paul story. And, and for me, it was early on training. And when you're when you're training, it's you're held to a standard. Now, we want you to be successful. We want you to get through the training period. But I remember Paul, who worked in the adjacent area, was always just so laid back and quick to smile. And he didn't seem to stress out about much at all. And that really impacted me because he was the senior dog. He, we could look at him and say, okay, this guy, if this guy is not stressed, I don't need to be stressed. When you think of your dad, what, 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 what do you remember most about him and what do you miss most about him? His advice. He was always a sound like counselor. And I think as a police officer, like that's something that I think naturally over your career you get really good at. Um, because you can start being attention to emotional awareness, the situation at hand where people's where humans are emotionally unstable creatures at points, you know, and, and if you can learn to master that or learn to 
humanize yourself with people, I feel like that's the reason why he was very good at his job. Um, and, you know, in his friends and aspect, like it carried over to his personal life too, or, you know, my, I always say my dad was the kind of guy, if you went to an elevator full of people, he would know everyone's name before they left and they would remember him. And when he got off the elevator, someone would say, man, that's a good guy. He was, um, and, and I hope you, you still hear the stories is, uh, just a calming influence on so many. And as you mentioned, very quick to smile as a dad and growing up with him as a dad, you mentioned missing his words of wisdom, his advice. Uh, was he was he was it hard to picture him in the role of police officer because he was so laid back? Or can you talk about what he was like as a dad growing up? Uh, he was strict with me. <laughs> I didn't get away with a lot. And you know, as I'm growing up and get older, like in my 30s, I start to understand why he did what he did. Um, but he wouldn't. He would let me make a mistake. You know. Because you have to learn from your own actions. You can't be coddled and babied the whole way. Um, and, and that's the kind of parenting I always appreciate. You know, there's one poem and I came to my uh, home and, and my dad was sitting cleaning his thing and I just saw this look on his face. And he was like, you know, it, it, nothing like it was like anything concerning, but he's just had this puzzle. Like, what are you thinking about? It's like, did you like how you grew up? Like, that's a weird question to ask. Um but I told him, don't ever question that. Because where I'm at today, like, you know, I have a successful career in, in mortgages. Like, I have a house. I have all the things you're supposed to have an adult per society or what we ever wanted to have. But it's a lot of because of how the foundation and the way he made me learn about life. So if I were to say, like, I always use that word counselor. Counselor, counselor. Like, that is a trait that is very respectable in my eyes. When you tell that story as a parent... What I think, and and I wonder all the time, is you want to ask your kids, and I, I wonder if he was, was I a good parent? Was I a good dad? Uh, was he? Absolutely. I don't, I, not a question of doubt in my mind. The only thing I wish he had more of those memories with him. I've watched you uh, through social media uh, as you've stepped in and fulfilled a, uh, you've lifted a very heavy burden, a, but a burden that you wouldn't let anyone else do. You've uh, I don't want to say you carried your family through, but it looks like you became the rock as your family has moved through this this tragedy. Can you talk a little bit about how that transpired and what that's been like? It it was a shell shock for sure. Um, my dad had big shoes to fill, and to this day, I don't think I ever could. But um, you know, when the whole family, even his family and friends, looked to me for answers, it's like, how am I qualified to be in this spot? But I keep remembering the things that he taught me and the things that I've learned growing up. And it's stuff that he constantly applied in his life. So at the end of the day, I don't think my dad's memory will ever die. As long as I keep living the life that he expects me to live or doing the things that he told me, I don't, I don't think I can go wrong. No, I, you are absolutely a, a living legacy, and I, and I thank you for what you're doing to help others through it. But has there been a time when you sat and— uh, you you recently went to Police Week where officers all over the nation are honored each year for their sacrifice. Has there been a time when you sat back, maybe when you're alone, and it finally washes over you and you think, hey, I'm willing to be strong for others, but I, I lost my dad? Uh, it was it was tough. Yeah, I, I think I always tell people, like, when it first happened, I didn't get a chance to grieve. You know, I honestly think the first time at Police Week, I actually got to sit down and, like, digest it. Um, but... I'm kind of glad it happened the way it did 
because when I able when it showered over me the way it did during police week, I wasn't alone. There's a lot of people there that have been through it because getting advice from people, oh, you'll be fine or, you know, time heals all wounds, it doesn't. It, you just learn how to deal with it. Can Can you talk about what police week is like? Because if someone hasn't been there to experience that, it, it's, it's almost indescribable. But for you, it, it's probably been life-changing. Can you talk about it at all? Yeah. Um, honestly, it's it's really surreal. Um, you know, the, 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 everything that they do for the officers, from, like, the motorcades to the the help they provide with, you know, surviving uh, surviving sons or surviving wives or spouses or just coworkers, um, it just makes you feel like you're not alone because there are times where – I think some fam- like family members that have experienced this kind of loss can relate. Uh, there's not a lot of answers, and, and that's all you're looking for. Um, and if you don't get those answers, you can kind of go crazy. Um, but, you know, that kind of environment, like, for me, if, if you're going through that loss, like I, future survivors or current survivors, if you haven't gone to police week, I highly suggest you do it. Uh, Cops is a big organization that runs that. They're there to help. They, they, they know what we're experiencing to some degree. So I think everything is easier to deal with when you have someone that is relatable to it. Um, so, again, I, it's something I encourage everyone to do um, because it, it's definitely helped me out a lot more than that in that week than I've had over the last two years since I lost my dad. You mentioned the COPS organization, Concerns of Police Survivors, and we've also got various employee assistance units in various departments, certainly in, the, in, the, in our case, Phoenix. What would you say to anybody who uh, people notoriously will will either not say anything because they don't know what to say or perhaps they'll say something that just doesn't feel right? If somebody sees a family who's going through some hard times, what would you encourage them to do or what could they do that will offer even the slightest bit of comfort or or help for the families? Ask for help. Um, You know, my dad was always a guy that would figure it out, and that's just something you can't do on your own. You know, that's how I was raised. You just, you know, you fell over, you put some dirt in and move on. But, but that situation, it's, it's, uh, you can't do it alone. And, you know, without cops, without, you know, the EAU team and God, I love those guys and everyone that helped us out. Like even to this day, they're still there. I still get routine text messages from dad squad. Um, EAU is always there and shout out to those guys and cops. I mean, that road would can lead a lot more darker paths without support group, and I, I'm glad they exist. I, thank you for being the voice, um, because oftentimes, as I mentioned, people don't know what to say or they don't know how to say it. But you've made no, you've had no hesitation about telling the story about you and your family and what they've gone through. In Police Week, we see the words written all the time: "Never forget." Uh, folks want to make sure that the families are never forgotten. How can they surround the families? What's the appropriate level of care? Is there such thing as looking out for them too much? Do they feel smothered? What would you recommend someone who wants to reach out and help a family? Um, that's a tough question. I would say, you know, for us, is, especially in the environment that we're in, where we mis- we're misguided on how police officers' roles are. Um, you know, and that, for me, when it, when it all first happened, when my dad passed, it kind of hurt. Like, you know, my dad wasn't a monster. My dad wasn't this demon that people think they are. Um, you know, support your police departments. Yes, there's bad officers. Yes, it comes in every field. There's bad doctors. There's bad teachers. There's bad nurses. There's every single industry you get into. In my world, there's bad loan officers. 
it's just the nature of human. We're not perfect, but, you know, I think we forget that, you know, the, the hearts and the courage and, 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 and the desire of these men and women to help is, is often lost, and we criticize their protocol or we criticize their action. Um, but, you know, for me to say if you're an out there and you want to help support families in this case – start helping or getting involved with the communities and the officers are continue there because, you know, you don't need to die in this job to be recognized as a hero because in my eyes, anyone that can run into danger when everyone's running away, they're a different breed of person. In the last few moments we have, I think we all make plans for what we're going to do tomorrow or next week, and we know that those days and months and weeks are not guaranteed. You've learned, uh, I don't want to say a lesson, but you've experienced something that few people do in terms of what tomorrow means. Can you talk a little bit about how it's impacted the way you view life now? Um, you know, my dad was only 52. Um, I realize it's short. It's very short. So for me, it's my dad always lived his life to the fullest. He did the things that he wanted to do, even though he was spending a lot of time out in the woods. But I would 100% say is, you know, it taught me to appreciate what I have and what's in front of me. Because I, I fortunately have not really seen big adversity in my life other than my own self-inflicted stakes, like financially, um, like things in college, you know. But, you know, when it came to some real life scenario, this is the biggest one. And it's, I think, the biggest one I'll ever see. But again, you know, you can define yourself by... That, those moments and, and, and lead it down a dark path or you can use to be a passion and, and a driving force and, and that's what I've decided to do. Chris, I can't thank you enough for coming in and, and not just telling your story and what your family's been through but for honoring your dad, Paul. Uh, everybody who, who knew and worked around Paul loves him but, but he was your dad and uh, I know we can't give you that back but I hope that this department surrounds you, this community surrounds you, and, and makes you uh, never doubt that he and you are loved. Thank you for this time. Until next week, stay safe. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.